Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Games Mas, the podcast where we talk about all things nerdy. Board games, card games, dice games, video games, TV shows, movies, anime, manga, all that good stuff. As well as some serious topics further down the line. Today we are joined by our good friend Alberto as we're going to be talking about How I Met Your Mother. In this episode we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 1 as we discuss it, break it down, and give our thoughts about it. So, grab some dice, pull up a chair, y acompáñenme a jugar. Okay, and we're back with another episode of Games Emas. Thank you guys for joining us here for this next episode. Um, I'm joined here with Alberto. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here, man. Yeah, man. I'm excited here. We're going to be talking about How I Met Your Mother. We, we just watched episodes one and two, and so we'll break this up into two episodes. Um, we're just going to be breaking it down, breaking down the episode, um, and yeah, going from there from a the perspective of a New Yorker. Um, you grew up, how long, how long did you grow up in, in New York? Uh, so I went off to college, uh, here in California at 19. Okay. So well, 19 years. You just 19 lived years. In, in New York. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited to do, break that down. Um, uh, the first two episodes, uh, we enjoyed some chopped cheese from, yep. uh, chopped Smashed. Cheese from Smash Burbank. Yeah. So if you're in the Burbank area, um, Smashed is a good place to have some good food there. Thank you for um, that nice dose of nostalgia, yeah. Smashed. You Thank think you. it was pretty close, pretty close to... I mean, it, I mean, uh, like like anything, right? Like anything that's outside of where it originates from, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good um, representation, but is it as good as original? Maybe not, but yeah. it's okay. It's close enough. Um, it's close enough. Um, yeah, like how I wouldn't, I would never want to try and say that New York has better Mexican than LA. Okay, okay, um, got you. LA is the king of Mexican, Mexican food. food. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. Tex- Texans might argue, argue with that. Yeah, it might argue with me, but they can argue all they want. <laughs> That's a losing battle. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So before we get into, it, before we start off um, here at Games Mas, we like to open up with an icebreaker question. Cool. And it's going to be the same question recurring in every single episode. But here we go. So first question: the question is a two-parter. First question is: What is your favorite board game, and what is your favorite video game if you have one? So okay. we'll go for the first one. Yeah, what's your favorite board game of all uh, time? Of all time that you've played, you love playing anything. Yeah, any, anything that from your childhood could be a game you literally played yesterday. And be like it's yeah, my favorite yeah. board game. Um, so, yeah. I I've never really I've never really um, grew up with board games. Uh, I didn't discover board games until college. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, but um, there's I don't know if this counts as a board game, but it's because it's a card game, just cards. Card games count. Um, count but um, exploding kittens uh, is okay. is probably my favorite, just simply because of like how intense it can get at some points. Okay. Where like it's pretty much card, like, card roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like like you know like yeah, yeah. Um, exploding kittens. Okay. Uh, yeah, for that sure. That was a good one. Yeah, I like, I like playing that. That one gets could get intense. A it lot can ruin friendships. Yes. It can. Yeah, it can one. really like. It can get very emotional. Yeah, um, <laughs> very competitive. Yeah, very competitive. For sure. very, very so, competitive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exploding yeah. kids. Okay. And then f- favorite video game. You got uh, a favorite video game. Ball um. So, oof. Um. I would probably. Okay. So this is a kind of a complicated answer because I my last game system that I got to play other than the Switch was a PS2 last okay. game system that I owned. Um, Great console. But yeah, classic. Um. So Metal Gear Solid Three has a very Ooh. special place. Snake Eater, okay. Snake Eater, okay. that that theme song and the yeah. en- the ending, um, the way that the game was played, mm-hmm. um, 
how how immersive that world was mm-hmm. uh it was just something else yeah first um, time you're a big boss yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um but like from a narrative standpoint, um, I loved watching The Last of Us get played. Um, I was living with a guy who owned a PS3 and oh, when The okay. Last of Us first came out mm-hmm. and uh, he owned the TV so we could just, just watch. I had to watch. So uh, it was great. Watching Last of Us. Yeah, that was, a, yeah. that was an intense game too. I, yeah. I remember playing that game and I was like, dude, what am I playing? But... It's Naughty Dog, and they come. They're coming off from Uncharted games. Yeah, and uh, I loved the Uncharted games. I loved all those games. So I was like, they're gonna make a, another like emotionally driven, story driven, good narrative game. It would be Last of Us for sure. Yeah, and yeah, yeah and it topped the charts and stuff like that. So I actually have never seen the show. The show's incredible. I heard the show was. The really show's great. incredible. Lydia's watching. You were watching. Yeah, yeah. So my so you know this about my wife, but she's not very emotional when it comes to like shows. Yeah. Um. But um. This is one of the few where she was. Really? Yeah. On the show, really? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, the way I'll put it is um, the in the game, when you play as Ellie. Oh. When you first play as yeah, Ellie. Yeah, yeah. When Joel's like whole, sick. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's she an entire good. episode of, of that whole scenario. Yeah. Um, that was that Really? Episode. She got that, Okay. That did her over. I'm glad she liked it, though. Yeah. Good taste. She's got good taste yeah, on that stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, all right, cool. So there you have it, guys, from Alberto's favorite video game and my favorite board game. And with that being said, we'll go ahead and get started with the episode. Cool. Um, so, how I met your mother. Um, first of all, let's let's get let's 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 get the elephant. Let's get let's talk about the elephant in the room about how that last season of the show. We've seen we've seen the show. We're watching the show, um, and then again, if this takes off and people and we enjoy talking about this and we get a good traction, we'll continue watching more episodes and talk about it, break it down more. Sure. But. With that being said, we know what happens on that last season. I think it was what season is it season eight or season seven. Yeah, something like that. One like of those last seasons where, seasons. look, man, like we've had, if it's season eight, seven seasons of just great buildup of characters, waiting to see the mother, waiting to see everything, and then we get season eight, and ah, dude, I, just, I was disappointed. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can agree with that. You mm-hmm. were very disappointed mm-hmm. with that. Um, I just don't. I mean, what were your thought processes of of, 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 of the ending of the ending of Himium? Yeah. Uh, so here's 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 like my complaint with it. It's like I understand. I, I'm pretty sure the creators have gone on to say like you know this was a plan from the beginning. Da da da. Um, but but the thing is like just because like this was like your intention from the beginning doesn't mean that it is the best idea i think when you're telling a story particularly when you're when you're telling a story that that has the public's attention um i think it's okay to pivot um when when you get the sense that okay maybe 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 the public might have a little better clearer view of the way this show should go um Maybe that's a little arrogant to say as no, someone no. who's never created or written a, yeah. a story or okay. series. But, you know, I mean, this show, I mean, you kind of shot yourself in the foot. How I met your mother. Yeah. If, the entire, if the entire show is based on that, yeah. then don't – it feels like the mother was just like a tagline at the end yeah. and not not even the point of the story. Yeah, yeah. And so whatever catharsis that was supposed to happen or be felt at the end was immediately like – destroyed yeah um with just this simple 
just a simple, uh, uh, like revelation that the end was not even about the mom in the first place. It's about someone else mm-hmm. that's been in the story all along. Yeah. And that, you know, like yeah. for anyone who hasn't seen it, I don't yeah. want to spoiler. Just spoiler. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been out for a while. Yeah. Come on, man. It's yeah, on Hulu. Yeah. You can watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll Met Your Father with Hilary yeah. Dove. Hey. Yeah. Um, which I've seen like two episodes and that's a, it's okay show. It's, it's, I'll wait. I'll wait till it's all out to watch it. I'm not sure. like dying to watch it like how I was with How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I agree with you with that. Yeah, it's like we built this whole. You teased about the yellow umbrella. About was that your? Was that the mom? Was she? Oh, she was in the same spot that Ted was when this was going on. Yeah. Oh, the mom. And then you reveal the mom at the end of season seven, and you're like, "All right, that's the mom. Cool." And you kind of fall in love with her, yeah, too. You yeah. know, because you, you've, you've like, this whole time you've been like, "Man, she's great. Yeah. That's awesome." Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, the actress that they got to play her um, was perfect. I think she yeah. was perfect. The way they had her, even just how her look is, like you can tell, like, okay, that is that's that's the mom. Yeah. Like that's Ted's yeah, love. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be it. And you built it up, and in season eight, you're just like. Yeah, but uh, who cares about her? This is uh, about uh, the wedding. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Robin and uh, Ted and Barney. And I was like, oh, bro, come on. Like, we built this up. I was so hyped mm-hmm. up. And I was like, oh, man, I was, it was a letdown. It was really a letdown. But yeah, so, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us can agree. I mean, I, I have, I haven't met that many people that have enjoyed that last season. Some people thought, like, all right, it's right. Well, you know, for me, I'm to the point where, like, all right, it's what we got. It is what it is. Um, I'll just enjoy the first seven seasons and then season eight I'll rewatch whenever I want, I guess, or anything like that. So episode one, uh, we had the introduction of the characters. Um, uh-huh. We were kind of discussing about it while we were watching the, the show. Um, notable thing was Barney. Like, uh, like I love, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris does a phenomenal job playing as, as Barney. Um, what do you think uh, of the overall scope of the show, uh, of that first episode, out of all the four characters, who do you think is more believable as like a new yorker do you think hmm who do you think is like ah he's got more new yorker new yorker traits ah uh, man uh i think well here's the thing about like the 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 archetype of the new yorker mm-hmm. right uh so the archetype of the new yorker um in in my mind um is gritty um the archetype of the new yorker is more um, uh, not so self-absorbed, um, and, and kind of also aware of the world around them. Okay. Um, but also uncaring about, uncaring about like the, not phased by the world around them. Okay. So like dude's peeing over there on the corner of the street. All right, whatever. Just what? another day, dude. Like, yeah. Just move, move forward. Come on. Okay. Keep, keep it moving. Yeah. Um, you know, like that, that's the archetype of the New Yorker. Um, so I don't, I don't feel like any of the characters are that, Okay. but there are, there are certain, uh, archetypes within New York that I could see. Um, uh, like you got, you got the, the, the temptive artsy fartsy person in Lily, which I don't think she pulls off very well. Okay. Um, that particular archetype, okay. which take it as a good thing or a bad thing just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshall, the, uh, tired student tired law student um and then barney the finance bro he pulls off the finance bro great that was he's totally like like just the kind of guy who like 
doesn't care about really anyone else, thinks like he kind of owns the city yeah. and that that the city is like his swimming pool for him yeah. to like just take and his own, his own playground. Yeah, right? his yeah. playground to okay. do whatever he wants mm-hmm. with, you know. Um yeah, I look good, I feel good, I make a lot of money. Um yeah, like uh the the city's mine. Um kind of mentality and so like obviously like the the way that he thinks about women yeah. you know that's like his his thing yeah um so in that particular archetype i think like he does well yeah um i don't know so much about like i will say so here's something funny that attracted me to the show when mm. i was a kid okay. so, right the show came out what like two th- early 2000s yeah 2004 um so at the time i was like middle school um and at middle school, I knew already living in Long Island, um, uh, I, I had enough of an exposure and enough time being spent in the city to know um, kind of what the city, at least the part of the cities that I would go into often as a kid mm-hmm. were like. Mm-hmm. Um, but something I loved that I that I fell in love with at that age was just um, like the artistry of architecture. Mm. And so when I turned on this show on daytime tv and there's this guy who wants to find the love of his life who happens to be an architect in new york city was appealing to me because i thought oh cool uh i want to be an architect one day there you go okay um and here's this guy who's a romantic yeah um and i considered myself one so it it attracted me okay i don't know if that necessarily fits like the new york the new yorker okay yeah um there are there are other shows or other like other sitcoms that I would consider more like, okay, that's a New Yorker. Got you. Okay. Okay. Um, with that episode, yeah, the just um, we made the funny comment with, yeah, with Barney. Um, we said that uh, the, the actor, we have, they have the gayest man playing the most straightest man in the show, <laughs> uh, which, yeah, like I said, Neil, Neil Patrick Harris, he kills it. He kills it with that, with that uh, Barney Stinson character. Um, but... Um, You've made you've you've made some comments when we were talking when watching the show about certain things about like okay yeah in in New York there's there's that or there isn't that um, an example was in episode one um, the first episode was when they drive to Robin's apartment to go you know deliver the blue French horn there's no way that that part that taxi driver found that parking spot right there you know yeah they, no way you were telling me that there's no there's no there's no uh, there's no parking spots yeah ever, no way ever. You, so. Do the drivers just stop in the middle of the street and just get out? Yeah, so they'll stop in the middle of the street and then, like, you know, traffic's behind them, move around. Or they're just getting honked at. And that's why, like, everything's go, 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 go. Uh So, so, I mean, those things happen. Um, But then also, too, like, like, if you're taking longer than a few seconds to get out of the taxi um, or or getting out of your car, um, then there's going to be a problem. Really? Yeah, there's going to be a problem. Oh, You're going to have people behind you honking. You're going to probably, depending on the person, get out of their car and tell you, yo, you got to move. Mm-hmm. Like, the street isn't yours. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't own the street for you to just stop here. Other people are trying to move in and out. Like, mm-hmm. you got to be, you know. And again, back to what I was saying, like, uh, the Archetype of New Yorker, we're aware of our surroundings and the city around us. And mm-hmm. it doesn't just belong to us. It's everyone's. Yeah. You know, so. Got you. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And, um. 
uh, you're telling us this, uh, the, t- if you want to re- recount that funny story you said about your brother-in-law about yeah. when it came to parking. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, obviously, we, so we live here in LA. We've been living, my wife and I and our two kids have been living here in LA for the last five years. Um, and um, so all of our family is in the Northeast, all of my family at least, um, up in the Northeast, up in New York. And so we went, we went uh, for a week to go visit. And um, my brother-in-law is um, serves uh, and and works for the NYPD. He's a police officer over there. Um, and um, uh, one day, our whole family we we decided to go to the Brooklyn Children's Museum and like kind of explore Brooklyn together. Yeah. Uh, but instead of taking like the train, we we took cars, mm-hmm. um, which I was like kind of. Uh, nervous about just because parking's expensive and it's uh, impossible to find parking. But my sister told me, "Hey, it's okay. Uh, um, you know, Danny, my brother-in-law, he's he's a NYPD. We can pretty much park anywhere." And I was like, "I <laughs> kind of skeptical. <laughs> like, I, I, I will. Okay, fine, yeah. whatever. Um, just don't make me pay a ticket." <laughs> uh, so so we go. And he, all he did is just showed like his badge on either his badge on the dashboard or like this laminated card. And like, dude, for real, like we parked next to a fire hydrant, like right next to Brooklyn Bridge Park. Like we're right there at the corner. We cross the street and boom, we're right there at Brooklyn Bridge Park, wow. right next to a fire hydrant next to like signs that say, you know, um, no parking from this time and this time. And we happen to be in the time we're not supposed to be parking there. <laughs> yeah. And nothing, 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 really. nothing happened. We came back after like uh, maybe an hour and a half, two hours. Um, so we got there like five. We got back to the car like around eight or nine. Wow. Um, no tickets. Really? No toes. No, like nothing. Did you get any like dirty looks? Any dirty looks? Like, hey, why are you parking there? I didn't notice any of them. Really? Yeah. You were like, ah, this is yeah. This. I was like, I don't care. We got a good parking spot. You <laughs> can look VIP. at me all you want. <laughs> this is on VIP park. Yeah, yeah, my brother-in-law's NYPD. What are yeah, you gonna do? What you do? Yeah. Arrest me? Yeah. <laughs> I got my brother. Just get yeah, me yeah, out of there. Yeah. Right, yeah that's yeah. cool. That's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then yeah, in the episode. Yeah. You, you yeah. Just, so if you got family in the NYPD, um, in New York, like just get their help. Get their help to find parking. Just get it. Yeah. Straight up. Right yeah, there. yeah. Dang. Um. And yeah, I, you mentioned the metros. Yeah, you, that's like one of the main modes of transportation, right? Just taking the train, the, yeah. the metro, every, yeah, everywhere you go, or, take you anywhere. or walk, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and uh, with uh, you saw that in the episode as well. Like you know, Ted was running around everywhere in the streets. Um, is that that's you said like a common thing? Like if I want to go down the street, if I want to go to like some restaurant or something, I could just walk it. And a lot yeah, of people for, I mean, for the most part, it depends where you want to go. Um, either way, even if you take like the the subway somewhere, you're still gonna have to walk. Walk, you know, a certain amount. Like yeah. when when we went when we went back home, um, uh, for the um here uh, about a month ago, um, we had gone to this we had gone to this bar for for like a um, little date, and then we went down to um, Little Italy, mm-hmm. and um, went down Little Italy, Chinatown area, because Hannah wanted to go find uh, some boba. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went went and looked for boba, went and hopped around to a bunch of different places to check them out. And then um, then we wanted to, then we were too far from where we got off, and but we wanted to go to another uh, train station, another line, mm-hmm. in order to get to the hotel where we were staying at. Mm-hmm. But we still had to walk like 
four or five blocks in order to get oh, really? there. Okay. Um, just to get to that particular mm-hmm. subway station. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about like, okay, yeah, you, you the train can pretty much take you anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. Um, but you also have to think like you're still going to walk yeah. to a certain degree. It's not like mm-hmm. you get off, you go up, and then boom, you're right there in, in front of everything. Yeah. You're still going to walk a little. Is the, uh, you think... With the modes of transportation, like if you're driving somewhere, is that to like maybe work or like somewhere like of importance? So like, do you think that's the main cause of why everyone's driving in New York? And you feel like if you want to go to like hang out or stroll, you'd rather just walk and like take the subway instead? Or or like, for instance, like if I invite you out to my house or my place, you know, on the other side of the city, you'd be like, well, I'm not going to drive there. I'm just going to just walk in. So like, is that... The mentality kind of over there where it's like, yeah, if I'm going to hang out at parties or bars or some or leisure stuff, I'm just walking or taking the subway. Because, like, for instance, I'll give an example. Like, here in L.A., if I want to hang out at the park where, yeah, I'm going to drive. I'm not, you know, I'm not going sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. to walk yeah. to the park. I'd rather just drive yeah. park there. Well, L.A. metro system kind of stinks, yeah, to does. be honest. Yeah. Um, it's really not, like, very accessible yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, true. Um, like, if you wanted to get from one part of town to the other part of town... It would, it, it's going to take a lot of effort yeah, um, to go around to get there. Yeah. Um, Whereas New York so, is kind of yeah, easy. everything's kind of pretty easily connected. Okay. Got you. Um, just maybe a few transfers, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. you know nothing major. Got you. Yeah. Um, I, I would say I would say over there, um, at least in my experience, um, the the thing about cars that that people um, use them for is the privacy. Oh, okay. So. If you're in your own car, you don't got to deal with other people. True. You don't have to smell other people. You don't have to be next to other people. You don't have to give up your seat for anyone. You don't have to, like, get awkward stares or, like, have to ask people to excuse me or wait behind people. Mm -hmm. You're in your own car. You're Mm -hmm. in your own little bubble. Mm -hmm. So if you prefer that bubble, then you're going to use that bubble. You're going to go wherever you want in that privacy. Yes. Um, But if you don't care, if you're, like... Whatever. Whatever, this is just the way things are. Like, you know, the city is everyone's and we're just going to, you know. Um, and then also, too, um, you also do have to factor in, like, wait times for, like, the bus or the train because they don't just come whenever you want them to. Mm. Um, whereas, yeah, if you're going to hop in a car, you can just hop in, like, like down to the last minute. Yeah. Okay, if I calculate or I put in my GPS, it's going to take me so long to get there. Yeah. You can hop in the car in the last minute just so you can make it to wherever you're going at gotcha. the last minute. Yeah. Whereas with the train or the bus or anything else, like you got to calculate, you got to think like, you okay, tell, yeah. um, if I leave now, then I'm going to make it to this station at this time. And then at this time, even if the next stop, there's no train for another like few minutes. Okay, I still have to think about that. And yeah. whatever train I'm taking, like yeah. however many stops, you know, the Ease Express so I can that's going to be a more straight shot versus the the r the r is like local stops so then i've got to think about that as well gotcha. so it's going to take okay. a little bit longer interesting okay so and what do you think uh as from a perspective of, of living in new york with episode one the aesthetic of 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 the show i mean looking at ted's apartments the bars um even like when you do like those two second shots of them running down the streets and stuff like that do you think the aesthetic is Somewhat accurate. It's uh, it's you know okay. You it's a little bit too Hollywoodized. Um, there's some things that were you know okay or that that you'll never find that in New York kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think was on the episode one that those aesthetics? Yeah. So I think um, aesthetically, I think it it does feel Hollywoodized the way you mm-hmm. put it. Um, uh, 
there are a few there are a few little things like the 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 makeup of the of the bar that mm-hmm. they hang out in. Yeah. There's plenty of bars that are like submerged, like mm-hmm. these like like basement like <laughs> type of um, bars, yeah. Type of type of uh restaurants or, or businesses mm-hmm. or or places. Mm-hmm. Um where you go down the steps mm-hmm. kinda halfway and then you you go in and you know do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um uh some of the some of the interior like makeup of the apartment um uh I, I felt I felt wasn't very common. Mm-hmm. Um, the the different like levels um, was common, but like little things. Um, and yeah, of course, like the way the streets are are set up does feel um, like set designy. Set designy. Um, but I do appreciate like little little things, like for example, the bodega mm-hmm. in the second episode. Um, like you had the the way the things the items were like kind of like organized mm-hmm. is very much like oh yeah you'd find this in a bodega mm-hmm. um kind of similar to liquor stores here okay okay um where you'd find like okay cleaning supplies are right next to the you know uh yeah, chip sauces yeah yeah something you know, yeah close by something it. like that okay um so i appreciated that yeah um i did feel like it wasn't very um it still felt very fabricated got but, you you know yeah. i know they get better at that through this as the seasons go yeah yeah oh yeah um you yeah, more of a budget, yeah. more of things like that. But so. I will say, I think it feels more like they're they're in like upper or or um, upper like mid Manhattan um, kind of like Upper West Side, West Village, um, Columbus Circle kind of area, which is which is relatively a nicer area uh, than the majority of New York City. Got you. Okay. Uh, all right. So we'll do a little bit some closing here for this first part of the of the episode um overall thoughts of the first episode i mean i think it was a great introduction to these characters um i mean i can i i it every time i rewatch this show i always like well, semi fall in love again with the show because i'm like man i love yeah just like the stuff that you know that's gonna happen i'm like oh i can't wait to rewatch that stuff again i mean obviously we're dreading the whole episode season eight thing sure but uh for me i'm just like all right it just pumps me up because i'm like yeah i mean it's great um you know for me and like I know for you, I've talked about this. I didn't grow up watching Friends. I didn't understand the jokes. Now you know my wife's a big fan. Yeah, um, I I don't understand Friends as much. I mean, don't hate me, guys. Sorry, but I don't really like Friends. I I um, don't I don't either. Um, so this is my friends. Yeah, How much yeah. your mother is my friends, and yeah, yeah. um, so I really enjoyed it. And like I said, um, I'm. Uh, it was just a joy watching everything again, but it's actually pretty cool watching from your listening to your perspective of, um, you know, getting your your thoughts on on yeah. the show as well. So, so like, yeah. So any, what are your what are your overall yeah? Thoughts? Well, now you bring it up, maybe we we'll talk more about this because I have a whole like thought process behind this. But yeah, like, for sure. Um, I definitely prefer um, Hire My Mother over Friends. Okay. Um, and and I think part of the reason is is that, um. How I Met Your Mother treats New York City like it's its own character mm. in many ways. Yeah. On uh, many of the episodes. Yeah. Um, New York City isn't just the backdrop. Yeah. It is the place they live in. It's a lived-in city. That's good. Okay. Um, and so I, I really appreciate that because it, it almost shows respect to the place where they're choosing to set the stage of, of their story. Yeah. Um, and so... I think from that, as I've gotten older, I've 
that's been one of the main reasons why, like looking back, like why I've loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, like subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like it's a fun. It's a fun show. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a really. It's a funny show. Um, and I think uh, as well, like there's there's some heart to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of heart. True. In it, yeah. So. Yeah, that's some good stuff. I like I like what you say. Yeah, like that. New York is is a character. It's its own thing. You know. Um, I haven't. I mean, like I've seen a couple episodes of Friends, and so I'm not really too much big on it. I could say, but I could tell from those episodes that I've seen. Yeah, like I feel like New York was just kind of just there. Just not. It's more about the characters, which is uh, nothing bad with that as well. But again. You gotta also think of the location you're in, what you're trying to sell. So like, and so I think how much your mother did a good job yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, thank you for the first episode of, of watching that yeah. one. I'm excited uh, to see maybe we can do some more episodes, talk about it. Um, and guys, stay tuned for the next episode. We're gonna do episode two of How I Met Your Mother, and uh, we'll break that down a little bit. Uh, that's the one with the uh, parties, three the three day party that uh, Ted threw for Robin. And so yeah, stay tuned for that one. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much for joining. Wife, thank you again so much for manning the cameras. And uh, we'll see you guys again next time for the next one. So, nos vemos a la próxima. Bye.